in the wake of the uh, the murder of Officer Ella French, almost immediately, within 24 hours, the uh, the feds had made an arrest regarding the 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 original purchaser of the weapon, the straw buyer uh, for it. Th- that seems awful darn quick. I, I, can you help me understand that process better? Yeah, I, I'm assuming, and I actually I read somewhere yesterday this might be the case that. Um, somebody talked yeah immediately and just say okay this is where i got the gun from this person and this is how we got it and and he was a straw purchase for me and then that you could do that in a matter of hours i mean it, in any criminal case kind of street crime case you typically charge it fairly quickly after the, the crime has occurred from a, a straw purchase case like this to a murder case you can do it fairly quickly and we know that uh, you know we had uh, attorney general garland president biden spoke about this governor pritzker when he was at the white house uh, talking about trying to target the influx of guns from other states this one specifically came from indiana into illinois this is kind of independent of that this because it happened so quickly you think that they just gave up where they got the gun from yeah, I think I, again. I, I think I heard that or read that okay. yesterday somewhere that that somebody and that typically in these cases people start talking quickly. In particular, when you got a police murder, sure, uh, people are going to talk in a hurry, and it, it might have been some someone in that group talked quickly. That's how you did it. Oh, I see. One of the defendants, maybe yeah. the uh, girl who they who has not been charged. She was a passenger. Yeah. I was yeah, thinking, you, but Pat, I thought. One, oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, but even one of the quote unquote you know defendants at this time may may have sure. have. They, and I, I think they, they uh, either waved or Mirandized, and then they started talking. So I think that that's how it that my I'm 80 percent certain that's why it would happen so quickly. Oh, and see, I was under the impression that a lot of times they can't trace guns because people, um, you know, they they get rid of the serial number. They 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 make it untraceable. When we're in this case, it sounded like the gun was purchased fairly recently, and so they it was just kind of a new gun on the market. So to speak. Yeah, and yeah, and but, but I, I agree. It's probably not part of the larger push that the attorney general was talking about. These cases happen all the time, and you hit the nail on the head. The, the, one of the problems is this influx of guns, which probably requires a federal solution uh, more so than a state solution, because you have all these different states dumping guns in Illinois, particularly Indiana. Yeah, we're talking to Pat Brady again, political analyst. And, you know, there are politics surrounding this, even as a city mourns the loss of an officer. I I don't want to gloss over the fact that another officer is fighting, fighting for his life uh, with severe injuries, uh, a bullet wound to the head. Uh, You know, let's let's not brush over that too much that the mayor and the police department seem to be as opposed to this bringing people together it seems to be pushing them even farther apart yeah and first of all i agree I, that picture that we all saw over the weekend it just made my heart sink i mean this young woman and, and the other officer that's fighting for his life i mean horrible horrible but but you're right i mean the, the police seem to be at, at, at loggerheads with the mayor this is a long time coming but i think you're seeing some reaction now we might see a tipping point with it i know alderman o'shea said you know enough's enough and the, 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 the reality is that uh, Lori Light with the mayor came from law enforcement. She was a, an assistant U.S. attorney in the Northern District, one of the best prosecutor's offices in the country. She's worked on police reform issues for a long time, but she's been butting heads with the police since she got in. And, and they've got to get along. And I, I think that she needs to make an effort to get along 
with the with the police union. Now that being said, this rhetoric you hear from the far left about demonizing police, which we've been hearing the last two or three years, and don't get me wrong, there needs to be reforms. There ne- they need to reform the criminal justice system and the way police police do their policing work. But this stuff from the left I've heard for the last couple of years is demonizing police is, is atrocious. And I think it contributes to this guy that actually was the shooter getting out and fighting with the police because he thinks he can. Mm. This lack of a respect for our institute. Law enforcement's vital. And I worked in it for 10 years. The overwhelming majority are fine people doing a great job, doing a tough job. And they're not involved in any bad activity. But when you promote, you demonize them like it has been done, it really does a lot of damage to the community and i think the police don't feel that anybody has their back anymore and that's that's a horrible development but pat how are you supposed to talk about unjustified police shootings without sounding like you're demonizing police you know it's such a fine line i mean i and i we just had alderman um lopez in talking about that with mayor lightfoot and i was trying to you know say you can't mayor lightfoot it's such a hard thing she has to do because she can't just disregard that part of it and, you know, she's got to support both sides. And and how do you do that? I mean, we I know that there have been enough incidents of police officers involved in these shootings. Now, granted, let's and we should be so clear on this. It's minuscule compared to how many police officers there are, you know, right. on the, the street. In the two marquee cases that we're aware of, the one in Minnesota and, and Laquan McDonald here, both those officers are sitting in the penitentiary right now. And I think the way you do thread the needle and say, I understand that there are some bad actors and those bad actors, it can't be the, 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 the blue wall anymore. They, the other officers have to testify against them like they did up in Minnesota. And you got to recognize that they, these police are human. They make mistakes. And if they make mistakes where they've done bad things, they need to go to the penitentiary. But at the same time, you can't leave the rest of the, uh, the force out there hanging. Right. And I think that's where they feel that they've been left. And that's why. So they in did other words, she's not, she doesn't, she's, she's strong on that side, but not on the police side. Is that well, the, the I'm criticism? Not, I'm, I'm, I'm saying that's what I think the police feel. And it's yeah. not just her. If you want to me, the, the, the problem in, in Cook County in the city of Chicago is our state's attorney, Kim Fox. Mm. Well, she yeah, it always comes to, back to her, right? Yeah, and she is just horrible. I mean, the, the, <laughs> what she does with she's the worst prosecutor in the country. I, I'd say that to her if she was sitting right next to me. Wow. I've been watching her for years. Her, her view of being a prosecutor is it's a social justice place what they do with bond hearings. They don't send state's attorneys to parole hearings anymore. That, that, that office, she's just chosen not to enforce the law. And there are victims. At all these shootings, there's a victim. Right. There's a, a real-world cost to that. Yeah. And if you don't enforce that or recognize these victims are entitled to be represented, and she's just advocated. And that's, mm. that's a big, big part of the problem. You, you have to enforce the laws in the books. Granted, I agree completely. A lot of socioeconomic law enforcement problems that need to be dealt with, but you can't ignore what's happening every day. And how would you like to be the person that's not represented when your family member has been shot or assaulted or whatever? Pat, I really appreciate your insight this morning. Thank you very much. He's Pat Brady, our political analyst. We appreciate his insight.